Conrad Cushman, the legend in the plans. Uh, please listen every day to the showcase. The opinions and knowledge that anyone can take. Showing you how it is done. Proving I am number one. What a legend becomes. This is now my time to show you that I am here. Uh, this podcast just to make it loud and clear. Uh, by the fans. Uh, for the fans. Uh, not many who's here can understand everything pro wrestling. It can never be you. Listen to the podcast here for the people. The best show that's here. So listen in. Let the knowledge begin. The opinion and the lesson. Yes. Folks, welcome to Everything Pro Wrestling. Everything Pro Wrestling is a show by the fans for the fans. I am your host, Conrad Cushman, and we are here to review September 8th, 2020, NXT. We have a full show review set up for you guys today. We're going to be talking about the opening bout, which was for the NXT Championship, Finn Balor versus Adam Cole, who walked away with the gold and kind of where this is leading and what could be happening here. Uh, Cannot wait to talk about it with you guys. And we're going to do whatever we can to try to make this interesting and entertaining because I think this is going to be the last NXT review for a little bit of time. But I've got some things that I want to talk about even towards the end of this that we're going to get into. And I thank everybody who is here uh, joining me as we do this. So enough of that. Let's go to my boy, Montezzi, for the intro. All right, we are back to talk some NXT. Hopefully you guys enjoyed that intro by my boy Montezzi. He's got a pretty cool uh, music video up on his Twitter page right now with Brian Cage, uh, Terminate on site. You guys are definitely going to want to check that out. Uh, let's talk NXT Super Tuesday Part 2. Um, I really liked that this show was on Tuesdays. Uh, I thought it was very enjoyable. It was kind of nice to uh, hop into some wrestling today and just kind of watch this instead. Uh, I did not get a chance to check out AEW Dark yet or anything else uh, associated with that. But I really think that this is going to be uh, worth it for the review. And I, I... like I said, NXT, I haven't been watching it. It was my favorite show before Dynamite came out. So it was kind of nice to get back into things and see how are they paced for a two-hour show. Um, is it really different when you're watching live compared to what some people are saying when they're watching? I know some people love NXT still. Some people go back and forth like, ah, I really don't like the two-hour format. So it was nice for the past couple weeks just to get into NXT and talk about something a little bit different. Now, let us see who we have here in the live chat. We have um, the PR Nightmare talking about the Lawnmower 2.0. Oh, no, baby. We only sell the 3.0 over here. But uh, I'm sure that we will come up with something for you. Um, Let's see here. Uh, What is going on? Uh, Rob, what's good? Chris DeZuba, what's good? Ace, what's up? Uh, I'll have to mess with that. The Nightbot is new, guys. It's like an automatic thing that I have in there. So 
no worries about that uh ace i will actually fix that and you know what ace i'm gonna add you on as a moderator so there you go ace that should hopefully fix it gino morgan tv what's good brother um what is happening everybody good to see you guys in here um if this is your first time joining listening to everything pro wrestling on youtube do me a favor guys uh make sure that you guys check out everything that we've got going on and do us a big favor by coming on in hitting that wonderful subscribe button make sure you click that and also click the notifications bell it really helps out with the channel and it really just gets the video out there to more people we're really moving some big numbers you guys probably can see the channel grew a lot over that AEW all-out weekend so continue to tell your friends to subscribe if you know someone who's into pro wrestling bring them in uh, I appreciate the conversations that we have every week when we're just talking pro wrestling, man. So it's always fun, interesting. So make sure you guys check us out here. Uh, <laughs> Rob is not a fan of uh, the Nightbot. I'll work on it, Rob. I, I may have to look into the settings a little bit more. But um, let's, let's go over these NXT notes. Um, commentary team tonight. We had Vic Joseph, Wade Barrett, and Beth Phoenix how can I say this politely? Um, I love Wade Barrett. Wade Barrett was great on commentary, but I really miss Moro Ronaldo. Like, just, I don't know, man. Something's off without Moro being there. Moro was like, he had that passion and just something's missing without his voice being there. Um, I know it's just going to take a while to get used to, but I thought Wade Barrett did a great job. Vic Joseph uh, held it down, and Beth Phoenix did too. Uh, she's obviously recording from home, and I know it's tough right now for the commentators in NXT to do what they can with all of this. Um, but NXT Super Tuesday 2, what was the main bout that everybody was focused on was the NXT Championship match. If you remember last week in the Fatal 4-Way, it came down to uh, Adam Cole, Finn Balor, both being tied at the end of the night with two falls apiece. And they had to try to decide what was going to happen. Regal came out and he was just like, War Games! No, he said that they were going to have a rematch. One fall to the finish. Winner is NXT champion. And we are still dealing with uh, these things today. Uh, <laughs> Robbie J said, Beth's voice is annoying. Eh, come on now. We got to show some love to Buffalo. Best from Buffalo. Um, but I, it's sometimes I feel like the third, it's the third, it's the three-man commentary team. Like, you feel like the third wheel sometimes, and that's what Beth felt like some points tonight. Like, I was waiting for her to chime in, and then she wouldn't say anything. And then when she did chime in, I'm like, shh, 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 shh not now. So, it's just the three-man commentary structure. I think it sucks, personally. I think they should just have two people doing the commentary for those shows. Doug, what's good, brother? Thank you for joining us. Um, yeah, let's get into this uh, title match, though. So we have Finn Balor, who was NXT champion for 292 days. He was the longest reigning NXT champion for quite some time until his opponent, Adam Cole, broke his record with a 403-day title reign. Pretty impressive for Adam Cole. Um, in this matchup, though, we got lots of back and forth from the very start with everything that was happening. We had uh, reversals. We saw a freaking awesome sling blade at one point. Uh, Cole hit a shining wizard when he went for the uh, shotgun dropkick or the John Woo dropkick. 
Beautiful, beautiful. Um, these two are exactly what you need in pro wrestling. It's just uh, like they, they know the psychology in ring. You're not going to get better than uh, Finn Balor and Adam Cole, especially after having to replace Karrion Cross. There's like so many stories tied into this match. It like, it sucks. I don't know. Uh, now, after the Shining Wizard was hit, uh, Cole went for the last shot, got reversed into a double stomp by Finn Balor, uh, a thing of beauty. Uh, super kick by Cole on the outside. They kind of did the reverse Shawn Michaels, Mar Mark Eaton spot. If you are old enough to remember, Mark Eaton used to be the timekeeper and sit in that area. Adam Cole was sitting on a chair over there, and he got up and super kicked Finn Balor into next week. And the commercials were kind of taking me out of it because I remember there was a commercial right here and I was like, ah, that was a good spot. I really wish we didn't have to go to commercial, but you got to pay the bills, right? So you sit there, you're waiting, you're waiting, you're waiting. And then we have uh, both guys get in the ring and we start seeing Adam Cole using moves like the figure four leg lock. He is trying to take away Finn Balor's leg so he cannot hit the coup de gras. So it is not effective. And... It just wasn't really going to do too much to Finn Balor because he's very resilient. And in this match, after working on the legs, uh, Finn does eventually hit a coup de gras, but it was not as effective. And Adam Cole kicked out because he's also a resilient person who we've seen kick out of moves. And I think that was the first time I saw someone ever kick out of the coup de gras. Someone in the chat, if I'm wrong, please tell me, but I cannot think of anybody else um going in like that and kicking out of the coup de gras so eventually he sets up for the uh last shot he hits it for a near fall on finn balor so both men have kicked out of each other's finishers at this point uh we see a reverse 1916 i was waiting for someone to say 6191 or something you know i was gonna say 619 damn she fine but um the Kickout happens right there. Finn Balor doesn't get the victory. And then we get to this brawl where they're jockeying for position on the top rope. Um, just trying to see who could get a maneuver off. And they're both up there. And Finn Balor hits the 1916 from the top rope. It looks more like a um, an inverted DDT, uh, like Gangrel style. Off the top rope, uh, he is knocked out. One, two, three. Finn Balor has become your new NXT champion. I really like the camera shot that they got afterwards, too, where Finn's on top of the stage with the smoke, and he's kind of got the fingers, like, pointed down, bullet club style, and the camera came, like, up and underneath. He just looked like a, a huge star when they did that. That's just what I saw from it. Uh, he looked really, really dope. Uh, let's see what we've got here from the live chat. Do -do -do. Let's go back here. Uh, Rob said, three-man booth is a mess on any show. Shaking my head. Ditz, what's going on, Ditz? Good to see you in here, brother. Ditz on YouTube says, Beth's involvement is a little strange at the moment, but great to have Wade back in the mix. Uh, if you guys like watching watch-alongs, check out Ditz. He, ju he just was on live, and I was in his uh, YouTube channel just checking out what he was doing. Uh, show him some love as well. PR Nightmare, he said, why am I up right now and this not on? I have no idea, PR. I cannot help you out with that, brother. Uh, Ace said, Wade Barrett is the best on commentary all around the world. Never forget it. Uh, Doug says, too sweet. I'll throw it up, too. Too sweet, brother. Uh, let's see here. Malik Murray's got a question. What is next for Adam Cole? 
and they need more tag teams in NXT. The Usos ain't coming back to NXT yet, brother. They still got an injury to deal with. And you never know. One of them could become a uh, tag, or excuse me, universal champion at the next pay-per-view. Uh, a said Karrion Cross was watching NXT. PR said technical difficulties are going to lead me to having to choke someone out and then kicking some ass. Are you guys getting some bad technical difficulties on my side? Let me know. Uh, Malik said, what's next for Adam Cole? I think the UE is going to the main roster. I don't know. I don't know what's next after this. They're in a kind of a weird position with Undisputed Era, and I'm going to get into them in a second. Um, Chris Azuba said, definitely the right person. One here, Finn Balor, two-time NXT champion. Rockstar, you are correct, good sir. Uh, Finn Balor joins that club with uh, Shinsuke Nakamura and Samoa Joe as a two-time NXT champion. I think that's pretty cool accolade to have underneath his belt. I'm happy Finn's the champion. I think you can do more with Finn. And Adam Cole was just the champion for 403 days. I don't think we need to see another reign with him right now, right? Am I am I tripping? Um. So we get these little like mini promos all night. I found this very weird. So their promo time felt like it was like. 30 seconds to no more than a minute, a minute and a half. And everybody got these like little promos tonight. Uh, Rhea Ripley cuts a promo about the cage match that she is going to have with Mercedes Martinez, which is the main event tonight. So she's just basically saying how she's going to rip her apart, blah, blah, blah. The usual stuff. All right. Um, we catch Finn Balor backstage. I thought this was a cool camera shot too. They show uh, everyone backstage kind of embracing Finn. There's Triple H in the background, Regal. You see Brizongo. Like, you know, some of the baby faces are back there like, hey, congrats, you won the belt. Uh, I, it reminded me of, like, some Bret Hart stuff. Like, hey, I'm happy that you won, bro. Good for you. And Adam Cole even gave him the two sweet. Like, he threw it up. They they did the two sweet to each other. And uh, Finn Balor just said, yeah, I'm your NXT champion. That's exactly what I came here to do 10 months ago. Cool. Cool. Uh, I'm interested to see who's going to be the first person to step up to challenge him for it. Uh, you got a lot of people who could possibly fit in, but you also, I don't know, this roster feels very weird. And you'll see more of it like tonight once you like look over everybody who's in the picture right now. It's a lot of um, who's going to fit in with Finn Balor because I think the next TakeOver show has to be in like October or November. So they're going to have to do something to get people interested in this. Um, next, we have Robert Stone. He attempts to destroy Shotzi Blackheart's tank that he sees backstage. He has a pipe in his hand, and he is ready to smash it to smithereens. And Shotzi catches him and says, what are you doing? And uh, he says, oh, nothing, nothing. And Shotzi eventually uh, knocks into him. Aaliyah comes to try to make the save, but she ends up bumping into the NXT Women's Champion, Io Shirai. And Io is not too happy about this. She takes her out to the ring. Shotzi and Robert Stone follow. And this just leads to a double ass whooping from Io and Shotzi. Uh, they hit a stereo, not even really stereo. They hit a moonsault and the uh, senton. And they, they kind of walk away and they're happy. And when Io is going to get her belt, Shotzi picks it up, but then she snatches the belt away before she gives it to Io holding it up. So there's kind of a tease that these two are going to have a confrontation now. Uh, Chat, how do you guys feel about that? Is Shotzi Blackheart ready for an NXT Women's Championship match? Or are they? Is, is this too quickly? 
I don't know how to feel about this. Like, I feel like there's some other people who could uh, possibly fit in a little bit better. Maybe I'm going crazy. I don't know. You guys let me know what this is all about because I don't know. This one is too too hard to say. I think it's a little early for Shotzi. And I really think that people could um, benefit from getting a few more wins under their belt. I mean, you got Candice LeRae talking about a title shot too. That's a theme all throughout the night with uh, her. Tegan Knox is in the mix. You got some people, but I, I you know what? If it's gonna be on NXT TV, cool, whatever. Let her let her go for it, cause it looks like Shotzi's popular amongst the fans. A lot of people seem to like her, especially on Twitter, from what I see. So uh, I don't think it's too bad. Uh, I like you, Shotzi. Don't make me hurt you. That was a quote EO said that Rob put in there. Uh, Malik Murray says I think Tommaso Ciampa is going to face Finn Balor inside War Games. Um, War Games is always the team one though, unless you mean they're gonna have two teams, Malik. Uh, Doug says he likes Shotzi. Shotzi feels like an appetizer of a contender. Yeah, yeah. The more I think about it, it's got to be. Like, she's got to just be an NXT television program opponent. Uh, don't think it's time for a title reign, but a shot? Why not? Okay, Doug. Uh, Chris says it's good to see someone different to fight for it instead of the same old, same old. True, true. I, I, I just feel like they haven't built up enough people, and maybe that's just a me thing. Um... So afterwards, we get back to Tegan Knox arrives at the Gargano household. They're making dinner. I told Rob this earlier. All right, I'm going to say it. This Johnny Gargano, Candace shit, I can't take it anymore. They, they're they not good heels. I don't like this. I think it's really whack for the most part. Uh, I just don't believe it. And it's just not, I don't know. It's too over the top for me. And maybe that's just my personal bias because I want Johnny Gargano to be a baby face. I thought he was like one of the best baby faces, but I, I'm not feeling this. I'm not feeling this at all. So Tegan is there and she's trying to rekindle her friendship with Candice LeRae over dinner at the Gargano's house. I don't know what's up with the creepy Michael P.S. Hayes picture in their house either. Must be some inside joke, but yeah. Uh, Rob says it's so easy to hate Gargano, though. I see. I don't believe it. I'm not feeling that, man. Uh, after I make Finn tap out, I'm coming for you, Conrad. I want that championship in the back. Uh, you are more than welcome to be the women's champion, PR, if you'd like. You are more than welcome to. You You may have some issues with the wifey, but sure, because that's hers, technically. But be my guest. Um, let's see. Chris Zuba said it made me want salad. What a waste of a good salad, wasn't it? Uh, Tegan needs to go heel. She's boring as a face, Rockstar says. I don't think so. I feel like Tegan would be best utilized in a tag team, but I don't know. I feel like there's a story there with Tegan. I think so. Here's what I think with Tegan Knox. I think Triple H has a real soft spot for her because of the injuries she sustained. It probably reminds him of when he tore his quads both times. Like, it happened in two biggest moments for that person, and she wanted to come back. She makes the comeback. I feel like it's Triple H's story, and he kind of can uh, empathize with her. So, I definitely see it. Rob, terrible. Uh, I think Johnny Gargano and Candice uh, should go back to Babyface, and I think they need Bobby Roode and Dolph Ziggler to go to NXT. Mm, interesting. Interesting. 
We'll see. We'll see. Supposedly, there's a draft in October. God knows all three of these shows needed, in my opinion. Uh, didn't notice the WWE Championships look the same. I don't want to know what's what no more. Forget it. <laughs> I don't want it. Good, good. I, I'm glad I kept the winged eagle safe behind me then. Lovely. Um, let us get into the Velveteen Dream versus... Someone named Adonis. I feel like I've seen this guy before under a different a different name. I don't know. Maybe I'm tripping. Maybe it was something else. I don't know. Uh, Velveteen Dream comes out. This was all like awkward to me in the beginning. I don't know. It's probably because of the rumor circulating with the Velveteen Dream. I don't know what's true and what's not true. So I'm not gonna like speculate on anything with him. But very weird in this match. And uh, I thought they did a good job getting people invested in Adonis possibly winning. When he hit that roll-up on Velveteen Dream, the schoolboy, I really thought he had him. Like, it was one, two, and the ref's hand was, like, coming down. And the Dream just got out at the very, very last second. And even after that, Adonis hits uh, Velveteen Dream with a DDT for another near fall. But the Velveteen Dream wasn't going for that. And eventually catches him into a Dream Valley driver one two three the velveteen dream gets the win and he starts to grab the microphone like he's going to say something and he is attacked from behind by someone named kushida uh if you remember kushida was attacked by the velveteen dream uh back when they were trying to figure out who the number one contenders were going to be for the nxt championships and kushida was out to hurt velveteen dream in this uh, afterwards, he ends up getting into a kind of tussle with him. He grabs Velveteen's arm and pulls it into the ring post a couple times and locks in a cross arm bar. Uh, I thought they made Kushida look a little vicious tonight. He needed a mean streak behind him. Kushida's been kind of like the nice baby face here. Let's get a serious contender out of Kushida. I feel like he's been grossly misused since he came to NXT. So I was happy to see this, and it looks like that's going to be Dream's next feud with Kushida. Not mad at it at all. I think that this will be good for both guys. Um, next. Oh, hold on here. Uh, we've got a couple people. Uh, let me see here. Shatanya Patil. Hopefully I said that name correctly. Uh, Finn Balor is the NXT champion. Thank you, Rob, for uh, passing the word along here. Uh, let me see here. You mean the winged, winged eagle? <laughs> no, Doug. It is the winged eagle. <laughs> no winged. Um, uh, did you just compliment the draft? Time out. The draft was not complimented, Rob. The draft was just, it's needed to freshen up these shows a little bit. And we all know they're not going to stick to it. I saw Michael Cole on Monday Night Raw. What the hell? Like, don't do a draft if you're not going to do it. Just have people pop up on different shows. Just do it that way. Uh, let me see. Chris DeZuba said, Pineapple Pete. Wrong show, brother. Wrong show. Uh, let's see. Still going to choke you out. You made the list. Bobby and Darren are on it, too. Oh, man. We're going to have to form a faction. We're going to have to be the Hurt Business against UPR. Uh, let's see here. Brokus said... <laughs> What happened to Murphy last night? Murphy got beat up by the Mysterio family is what happened. Are you happy about last night with uh, Buddy Murphy getting beat up? Yeah, man, I'm really happy for Dominic. And I thought that baseball slide to the floor through the table, definitely dope. Um, excuse me, they had to get a drink of water. Um, boop, 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 boop. 
it opened the show and Doug is just updating someone on that. Uh, Fire Velveteen Dream. I'm not mad at anybody for saying that. Um, let's see here. Oh, now he's backstepping. Uh, I get a question. Wait, I got a question. What is Kushida in NXT? He needs to go for the North American Championship. I don't know. I feel like Kushida could... He's more than that. I kept thinking they were going to try and put uh, Kushida in the cruiserweight division. So I'm glad they didn't because I think he's worth more than that. But I don't know what they're going to do with Kushida um, going forward in the future. I like that he's feuding with Velveteen Dream. It, it kind of puts him on an upper level. The question is, who are they going to go with to win? And we'll have to wait to see... In the upcoming weeks. Next, though, we had a Breezango and Imperium promo. I like it because Breezango and Imperium are complete opposites when you look at them. Breezango, the new NXT Tag Team Champions, they are flashy. They said they are the sizzle to the steak. And when you look at Imperium, they're just steak. They're there. They're good wrestlers, but there's no, you know, there's no charisma. There's no dancing. There's no personality. And I like it. It's just a tale of two opposite teams for this one. And uh, apparently there will be a rematch next week for the titles. That is why they showed this promo. And I'm going to give you guys a rundown here in a second of some of the other matches. Uh, let me see here. Michael Cole filled in for Tom Phillips last night. Surprised me. Uh, Ishan Chandra said I was on TV last night. Last night during Murphy versus Dominic match. Congratulations, man. That's really dope that you got to be a part of the Thunderdome. Uh, I'm glad to hear that, dude. That's really cool. Um, yeah, I, I've, I haven't had the opportunity to get on yet, but hopefully one of these days I'll get the chance to. But that's really cool that you got to be on the show, man. Uh, Bronson Reed versus Austin Theory is next up for us to talk about. Uh, Bronson Reed is no longer Thick Boy. He is now the colossal Bronson Reed and Austin Theory. Um, so the first thing I took from this matchup was the two cool Titantrons. Austin Theory's was uh, pretty cool that he had the light behind him and it kind of like spec like speckles out a little bit and it shows off his physique and he's Austin Theory. The dude's 22, 23 years old. The dude is chiseled out of stone. Like he is, he is the prototype of what WWE want from a superstar. Uh, why did Theory get called down? I think it has more to do with uh, the drama that was following him as well, Doug, from the uh, the people like speaking out when they had the speak out movement happening. Um, I think Theory was uh, a part of some stories that were with that, and I think that's what got him called down. Reed has much better gear now. I agree, Chris. And actually, I want to talk about uh, Bronson Reed's Titantron. I really like the uh, look of he's like a, a colossal Godzilla walking through a city and there's all this stuff happening around him. I thought his Titantron looked really, really good. Um, and, and that's just me saying that. So definitely thought it was cool uh, to see that uh, in this match, though. This match was a story of pretty much simplicity. Theory sells Bronson Reed looks like a monster. Theory gets a little bit of offense, and he got to show his uh, his abilities when he did like a roll-through blockbuster on him uh, for a near fall. But in the end, he is unable to because he can't hit the ATL on the big, thick boy Bronson Reed, the colossal Bronson Reed. And he ends up getting hit with a massive splash off the top rope for the 1-2-3. It's a dub. It's a dub, man. Uh, 
Bronson Reed is definitely someone who I think I'm wanting to put stock into. When he first was in there for the first few weeks, I wasn't too sure when him, Swerve Scott, and a bunch of other people came up like part of like that. They had a bunch of new people come in all at once. Bronson Reed is very impressive. He has this uh, Bam Bam Bigelow-esque type moveset here. And... I don't know. There's just something about him. I feel like he's going to bring the flames like Bam Bam Bigelow. And when you're feeling the flames, you guys should already know. You got to cut it out with the Lawnmower 3.0. If you guys go to manscaped.com, you guys can put in our promo code EPWSHOW and you guys can save 20% and get free delivery on this puppy. Uh, I definitely think you guys will enjoy it. The lawnmower 3.0 is pretty, pretty dope. It's got the special little light on it. You guys will definitely love it. It's well worth it. It's expensive, but I definitely think you guys will enjoy it. Ladies, feel free to use it too. Use it as a gift. It's almost holiday season. There's a bunch of birthdays coming up for me at least. So it'd probably be a dope birthday gift for somebody. Uh, you guys can also get some of the accessories that they have. The ball toner. The ball deodorant. You put deodorant under your arms, put them on your balls. And you also have the foot deodorant. You guys can use that and so much more if you go to manscaped.com. Pick out what works for you. You guys will definitely enjoy it. Also, also, let me show some love to powerslam.tv. It is the number one source for independent pro wrestling. If you guys go to powerslam.tv and put in our promo code EPWSHOW, all one word again, you guys will be able to get one free month of pro wrestling on us. So if you ever wanted to do research on an independent star, look it up, man. Definitely check it out. Uh, I definitely think it's worth your time. And last but not least, I want to give a shout out to the audio versions of this. Uh, you guys will hear a promo from Everything College Basketball. They have a brand new one. And also Jesse from the Pro Wrestling Shoot. Have to show my love to both of those guys. So thank you so much. Uh, appreciate you guys for doing that. Uh, Chris DeZuba said, horrible segue, Conrad. I, I don't know, Chris. Uh <laughs> I'm I'm just trying to do what I can do, brother. I don't know what you what you think would be better. Uh, show me yours, and uh, I'll probably believe it. Um, let me see here. Make your balls as smooth as Conrad's dome. Thank you, Doug. I appreciate that. Uh, what if they have uh, Malik? We're not doing this WWE versus AEW stuff. NXT needs to go back to being one hour. Some people prefer it that way. Some people prefer it that way. PR Nightmare said, Bam Bam, Bigelow, and Major Pain is still my favorite thing ever. Uh, you said you was going to kick me. You calling me a liar. <laughs> Bam Bam, Bigelow, and the children. Uh, how about them bucks? Take your ass back to Milwaukee. Peace, Rockstar. 80% uh, off the lawnmower 3.0. Never would I say that. It's 20% off. Uh, let me see here. A said, I'm glad <laughs> my pick won tonight. We'll get into that in the main event. Um, so we get a Cole promo package backstage. He basically says that Finn Balor was the better man tonight. Very weird to see Adam Cole being humble. And uh, we get a Mercedes Martinez promo uh, from all of this as well. Just talking about what Rhea said earlier. And she's going to destroy her in the cage tonight as well. Hyping up the main event matchup here. And also in Cole's promo, he said if he gets a second chance at Finn Balor... 
it's not going to be the same outcome. So very, I don't know, very weird how Adam Cole was talking tonight. He seems like he's coming off as a baby face, but look at the next match. Roderick Strong versus Killian Dane, right? They have a matchup here. Killian Dane seems to not be on like this great winning streak. He's wrestling in NXT, but I feel like he's just been lost in the shuffle a little bit. Uh, and as far as Roderick Strong and the Undisputed Era, I feel like they're lost too. So in this match, Roderick comes out with Bobby Fish. Uh, Bobby Fish is out there to basically do his job and interfere. And this leads to Killian Dane eating a knee to the face from Roderick Strong. One, two, three. They go to jump him after the match because they're the Undisputed Era. So they're acting heelish, but we have Cole being a baby face. Weird, right? And then all of a sudden, Drake Maverick comes out. And he's running in with a pipe trying to beat everybody up. And during the melee, he ends up getting knocked down and the Undisputed Era beat on him. Killian Dane comes over to make the save. And Drake Maverick uh, seems to be happy. And before Killian Dane can exit, he goes, hey, wait, wait, wait. Come back in. Come back in. Shake my hand. Like, he, I think he was just like, I'm just trying to say thank you. Shake my hand. And uh, Killian Dane punches him in the face with a right hand and walks away again. So this is the second time Drake Maverick has been played. I feel like they're going with the this, like, Beauty and the Beast type storyline with these two. Um, that's where I see it's going. I don't know how everyone else feels, but I'm just putting it out there. <laughs> Chris DeZupa said, poor Drake Maverick. Yeah, Drake got his ass beat in this. I don't... I don't know. Maybe they're going to go back to him wearing like the crazy suits and everything. And then you do it with Killian Dane too. And they become a tag team. I don't know. I don't know what the end game is here for these two. Uh, I feel like they're going to put them in a tag team because WWE needs more tag teams, women's division and men's division. Like tag teams are needed no matter what. Um, so we go back to the Tegan Knox Candace stuff. I don't really want to talk about it anymore. They had like a food fight. Uh, Chris brought up earlier. Tegan Knox gets smashed with some salad. There is ranch everywhere. Uh, maybe it was creamy Caesar. I don't know. But there's dressing all over her. Candace ends up getting food on her. And freaking Johnny Gargano gets spaghetti dumped on his head. I saw a remote get thrown at the TV. Big dent in the TV. Uh, she is able to run out and get away Tegan Knox, and Candace goes after her, so the Gargano's neighbors probably think they're batshit crazy, and that's that, like, that's the end of the segment, I do not like the Gargano's as heels, sorry, that's just what it is, it's gonna stay that way, uh, A said they broke the TV, Rob said Candace is awful in this role, I hope it wasn't a 4K TV, that's a, that's an ass kicking in my house, <laughs> You're getting beat down for breaking some TVs. Uh, let's see here. Um, I, I, I don't know. I don't know about this role for Candice, Rob. Like, it's just, it's trash, man. They're baby faces. Like, I don't want to hate Candice. It's, like, very difficult to. Same thing with Johnny. I, I just don't buy it, bro. I'm leaving it at that. Um, so, we get to some of these uh, after match, like, after match buildups, and they're going through next week's card. So we already knew Brizongo versus Imperium next week on Wednesday for the NXT Tag Team Championships. That should be a pretty good rematch here. Uh, hopefully Brizongo is not going to lose it in their first title defense on television. 
Also, we have Damian Priest uh, versus Timothy Thatcher for the North American title. Uh, they gave Priest a really cool promo here. Priest comes off as really cool, and I like it. Priest reminds me of Scott Hall, um, as weird as it sounds, like a Razor Ramon-type character. A little bit different, but uh, he reminds me like of a character in Blade mixed with Razor Ramon. And he was playing it off very cool, like, oh, there's no way I'm losing this championship in my first defense. Uh, he's, he just started laughing at like how ugly Timothy Thatcher is and all that. And Timothy Thatcher's cutting promos on what to watch with him. Like, oh, he likes to taunt before this powerbomb move. Uh, these are things that you need to watch. I like it. I like it. This should be a good match next week for uh, these two, especially for a first title defense for Priest here. Um, and we also have Io Shirai versus Shotzi Blackheart. It did not say it was for the title. So right now it looks like a non-title match between these two. I'm with it. Cool, cool. So they've got a, a decent uh, card set up for next week. Um, and let's move on here to the main event match, Steel Cage match. Mercedes Martinez with Robert Stone versus Rhea Ripley. Uh, Mercedes has this really dope Sub-Zero-esque entrance that I think most people would really like. Um, but it got ruined tonight. She came out with a kendo stick and Rhea Ripley attacked early on. When she was trying to get uh, some weapons from underneath the ring to put inside the cage. Uh, they eventually did get like chairs brought in there. Kendo sticks, tables. Uh, the usual shit you would find in like a WWE 2K game. They end up going into the ring and they were brawling in this one. Uh, I thought the ladies did a great job of being innovative in this cage match. This felt like it should have been on a takeover. But like I said, there's too much time in between here. Uh, Mercedes Martinez, uh, hits a nice fisherman buster on Rhea Ripley throughout all of this. Um, and I'm just going to fast forward to the end. Robert Stone is making his way up top and Rhea Ripley looks like she's trying to suplex him in and Mercedes Martinez hits her with a kendo stick and they try to save Robert Stone. Robert Stone is just dangling on top. He is a fool. Um, I really dig him as a manager. I think he does a great job. He just reminds me of one of those 80s characters that uh, gets caught by all of this. Um, yeah. Uh, don't worry about the Nightbot, guys, if you're in here. I'll, I'll work on that. I'm going to check into that. What's going on, Sick? Um, so, afterwards... Fisherman Buster is tried and attempted again once they set up a table that's in the middle of the ring. They're trying to do a Fisherman Buster off the top rope once again, but Rhea Ripley blocks it. It leads to a riptide through the table. One, two, three. Rhea Ripley gets the win here. Um, in the Everything Pro Wrestling Facebook group, uh, I definitely did not see this coming, honestly. Uh, I thought Mercedes Martinez had this locked up. I thought she needed to win a little bit more. And I feel like Rhea Ripley's main roster ready. I don't know if you guys feel the same. But, yeah. Uh, Ace said this match was lit. Chris Azuba said he loved this match. Malik Murray said Robert Stone should have uh, managed a tag team. <laughs> I mean, technically does. Aaliyah and uh, Mercedes Martinez are. I Like I said, Robert Stone has done great in his role. I like the, the he's the annoying dude who wears, first off, nobody likes a guy who doesn't wear socks with their shoes. What are you doing, bro? What are you doing? But uh, Robert Stone is a classic, classic heel. And that was it for NXT. Uh, so, like I said, next week we have Damian Priest and Timothy Thatcher for the North American title, Brizongo versus Imperium for the NXT tag team titles, and 
Io Shirai and Shotzi Blackheart. Pretty dope things, right? But I want to talk about NXT possibly moving after all of this. Uh, Six said uh, she needs a redemption match against Charlotte. Oh, according to Triple H, this is all part of the plan, Sick. That's what that's what we heard all that WrestleMania weekend. So, so be it. Uh, well, I'm I'm still waiting for the payoff for that. Uh, yes, next week NXT is on Wednesday night. Ace, thank you for that reminder once again. So, for anybody interested in watching NXT, there is still time. Uh, I, I don't know what I'm doing for next week because I believe if rumor has it correct, AEW is only going to be an hour next week and this show is going to be on for two hours. I don't know what I'm going to be doing. Stay tuned for me. I got to figure that out by next week, hopefully Monday, what I'm going to be doing. Um, I'm out. I got to work tomorrow at 4.30. All right, PR. Take care, brother. Um, NXT needs to move to Tuesday nights. I was just having this conversation with Rob uh, going back and forth in uh, chat. Um, NXT needs to move days. It has shown that they've gotten better ratings and they're not splitting their audience. And I think it's a win for NXT and AEW if NXT goes on Tuesdays or Thursdays. Now, who is affected by them moving to Tuesdays? Impact Wrestling. Impact Wrestling got a damn good rating, I heard, uh, a couple weeks back. And when NXT came over to Tuesdays, Impact's rating sunk. Like, everybody watched NXT. So, there's a lot of pro wrestling. You can watch pro wrestling probably every night of the week now. And someone's going to suffer for this. So, if NXT moves to Tuesdays, it hurts Impact. But maybe if they take Thursdays. It'll work better. But I think NXT going up against AEW is no bueno. Why would you embarrass part of your company? I get what they're trying to do. NXT is like the last level, uh, or I should say the first level, that WWE is going to send after people, especially if you're trying to rise up against their business. Guess what? It didn't work. Why would you hurt your ratings and hurt your relationship with USA? You guys need to just go after the ratings. Focus on yourselves. You can live with another wrestling company being around. It's okay. Competition, it's okay. It's been needed for the video games. It's been needed for the actual promotions. It's been needed for everything. Let people get competitive. Period. It's needed. Uh, Impact. Impact needs a boost too. I I really don't want to see them get hurt by all of this either. Um, we, We just need to figure out what's the best thing for NXT. And to me, moving to a different night would be what's best. Maybe they could do it once they have the uh, draft show in October, supposedly. What draft? Um, It it would be a better thing, in my opinion, for them to do that. Um, Let's see here. AEW, so people are saying AEW is an hour next week. Uh, I think NXT should go to Tuesday, Malik Murray said, and they need to stop worrying about AEW. And AEW needs to stop worrying about them too. Like, look, I'm going to be real. If you guys didn't see my All Out pay-per-view review, All Out was AEW's worst pay-per-view so far out of all of them. It, It wasn't it. And it wasn't more so the bad action. I think a lot of stuff took you out of it, and it showed that match placement is very important. Sometimes listening to the fans will cost you stuff with those same fans. It was it, to me there were lessons to be learned from that show. So if you say it was a B minus or a C plus, 
I'm not here to argue with you. I definitely get it. Um, looks like everybody is peacing out uh, of the chat. So I'm going to get ready to end this bad boy as well. And I want to thank you guys for uh, everything. But hold on. Sorry, guys. I was given a document that I need to apologize to someone on tomorrow's AEW Dynamite review, or I'm going to be sued. Bullshit. <laughs> Bullshit. All right. We'll have to see uh, what they're going to do about that. But let me tell you, I don't apologize for things that I'm not wrong about. All right. So, you got your apology on the phone. You know who you are. It's not happening, all right? So, for everyone who is in the chat, thank you for joining me here for this NXT September 8th, 2020 full show review. Uh, Finn Balor is your new NXT champion. Let's see where the rain goes. And make sure, if you guys are interested, to subscribe to the channel. And definitely, make sure you hit that like button before you guys head on out. We are out Peace. Everyday pro wrestling, they can never be you. Listen to the podcast for the people. The best show that's here, so listen in. Let the knowledge begin. The opinions, the lesson, yes. By the fans, uh, for the fans, uh. Not many in this can understand, uh. This the podcast to show you who I am, uh. Conrad Cushman, the legend in the plans, uh. Please listen every day to the showcase. The opinions and knowledge that anyone can take. Showing you how it is done. Proving I am number one. What a legend becomes. This is now my time to show you that I am here. Uh. This podcast just to make it loud and clear. Uh. By the fans, uh. For the fans, uh. Not many whose hand can understand everything pro wrestling. They can never be you. Listen to the podcast here for the people. The best show that's here. So listen in. Let the knowledge begin. The opinion and the lesson. Yes. Everyday pro wrestling. They can never be you. Listen to the podcast for the people. The best show that's here. So listen in. Let the knowledge begin. The opinions. The lesson. Yes. Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only $5.99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv.
What's going on, everything pro wrestling listeners? It's your boy Jesse Carter over at the Pro Wrestling Shoot Podcast, where we run special interviews with independent wrestlers, also former WWE and TNA stars. Pretty soon we're going to be having the Matt Seidel episode drop, so you need to come and check that out. And you can find us over on anchor.fm slash the pro wrestling shoot. Also, we are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere you get your podcasts. The show also covers reviews from old and current events such as pay-per-views, AEW, WWE, whatever you're into nowadays, we will be covering reviews on that. We also have a little bit of music artists join us on the pro wrestling shoot. Also dive into belt collecting and hobbies of all kind. So yeah, as soon as you are finished with everything pro wrestling, why don't you come on over and check it out and tell us what you think. You can follow our Facebook page at the pro wrestling shoot. We are also on Twitter at Carter Inc. That is C-A-R-D-E-R. INC. Also Instagram at the Pro Wrestling Shoot. You can also find us on YouTube and Twitch coming soon. We will be doing live streams of the show on YouTube at the Pro Wrestling Shoot and same with Twitch at the Pro Wrestling Shoot. All right, Conrad, back to you and hope you all enjoy the rest of the episode from Everything Pro Wrestling. What's going on, EPW Nation? It's your boys from the Everything College Basketball Podcast, Josh and Peyton, here to remind you all that college basketball season is right around the corner. Yes, we finally know it's right around the corner, and Peyton, there's only one place people should go for all the college basketball excitement. Well, Josh, the only place to find all college basketball hoops all the time is Everything College Basketball. Everything College Basketball can be listened to on several podcast hosting sites like Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. And we can also be found on our Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash Everything College Basketball. Yes, make sure you're joining the group with a, a couple other hundred people and growing by the day as we march into year number three of the Everything College Basketball networking system. Now, let's get back to Conrad and everything pro wrestling. 